What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, August 6th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Rico from Geekoholics.com. Hey, everybody. How's it going, Greg? Good. I made a point to make sure Geekoholics. You called me out. You gave me a hard time when you got here, <laughs> said I've been saying it wrong for two days. Well, I don't think you've been saying it wrong. I don't know if it's even spelt right. I just went off of... <laughs> I went off of alcoholics. Does alcoholics doesn't have an A in it, but everyone says it mm, like A. That's good, so yeah. I'm like, see, I went off of Jericho Jerichoholics. Yeah, but I thought the O. Oh, they all have yeah, A, yeah, but yeah. I don't know if it's actually spelled right. How so, you doing, Rico? I'm doing good. Rico, uh, who are you? Explain yourself to all these kids out here watching. Who am I? Um, first and foremost, yeah. I'm my best friend. Yeah, uh, I'm a gamer dad, a bad gamer dad. What does that mean? You're bad at the gaming part or the dad no, part? <laughs> I just make jokes. Everyone says dads are bad at gaming, but sure. no, I, I've been a gamer forever. I used to run a couple of pop shops back yeah, in the yeah. day. Um, a chain of them, actually, back in the 90s. Where? Uh, in Victoria, BC. Okay. okay. Uh, I've been around for a long time. Um, my first C3 was in 1999. Jesus. Um, I consume video games like... You know, like an alcoholic, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where you're, it comes you're obsessed, from. So, you're attached. You know, yeah. the whole the whole podcast, Geekaholics Anonymous, is it's AA for you know for gaming for nerds, sure. right? Yeah, because so, yeah. uh, we're addicted, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah, and I've just been in the outside of the circle consuming it on mass, and I'm like, well, I I can talk about this stuff. People like listening to me. Yeah. So I just started a podcast with my buddy Dane, and just been going to E3 and packs. And you know, when did you start the thing. podcast? Uh, the podcast, I think it was 2015. Okay. Like around okay. the same time you guys started. Yeah, yeah. But we're in Canada and, you know, it's really hard to get podcasts out to people in our igloos. So, of course, yeah. The maple it, syrup and the trees it, and the, it, the moose. Well, I had to save up a year's worth of my maple syrup currency sure, sure, and allowance to yeah. come down here, you know, and ask the, you know, the prime minister, the moose. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, prime okay. Minister oh, yeah, yeah. To permission to come you. down here on, yeah, yeah. on a work visa. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah, I just been doing it for a long time on the outside and just one day it's like me and my buddy are like, Let's do a podcast. Right. So we started doing the podcast and started sending emails to people and making connections, shaking hands. Like, hey, uh, you know, I want to talk about your stuff on our show. And yes, it's been going on from there. We That's got awesome. Nice, nice little community going on. Our Discord, uh, you know, got a lot of fun stuff going on there with a bunch of our listeners all the time. It's uh, It's been fun. So where can people find you? Obviously, geekoholics.com. Um, you can find links to the podcast. It's, you know, everywhere where all fine podcasts are sold. Exactly. Um, Basically, we're just a podcast right now. We're working on streaming the show kind of like this, yeah. but we're idiots and don't know how to use OBS. Oh, trust me. That's a, that's a, <laughs> you don't grow out of that. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't figure that we, out. We've had a really hard time capturing our Skype video and stuff, but one day we'll be streaming the show yeah. weekly and we hope to do more stuff. Yeah. That's cool. awesome. I, whenever I think of you, man, I th you are, you know, you talk about being a best friend and obviously that, that's something we own with kind of funny, but you were there for the IGN. You were there for I, the Beyond I've, Days. I've been around forever. I remember. I just, I just, I'm a lurker. Yeah. I don't, like, I'm in the reset era. I'm in the, the, the background and Facebook. You're just watching. I just, I just don't, it's hard to always be in there posting. Oh, and, sure. You know, like, I, my name isn't dropped around and everywhere because, you know, it's a balance. I got to 
do stuff when I have the ability to. So I'm not always able to be as active as I would love yeah. to be in, in everything, right? Yeah, but it, I mean, even beyond <laughs> that, right? It doesn't yeah. ma- matter because you always stand out to me is what I define <laughs> as a best friend, right? Because I remember meeting you at PAX West, right? Oh, yeah. We, you tweeted out like, hey, I'm going to this thing. And I respond, right? Oh, I'll meet you there. That fighting game yeah, thing, that right? Kung we went, Fu yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> the PlayStation Eye <laughs> camera For game. For PS3, the, the PlayStation Eye, uh, Kung Fu, whatever. When you yeah. tweeted about coming to the show, I responded with the photo. But yeah. it, the, the moment that stands out for me with you is the next year at PAX West when I turned a corner and I was walking and it was you and your buddy. Yeah, me and I was like, oh, me hey, man. And you're like, yeah. I can't fucking believe you remember me. And I'm like, that's what this is. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I was blown away, too, because like you're just you remembered for one and you were very humble. Right. Like most time people just they, and they were busy and we don't pay attention. Gary Witt, I understand. You. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you, you remembered and yeah, that was awesome. So I don't know, maybe my facial hair or something that makes me stand out or my... Yeah, my you're, always, wear, you're always wearing your soccer jerseys. jerseys. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. always the trademark. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad uh, you're here for this show, Rico. Yeah, thanks for inviting me. That's Everybody <laughs> check out Geekoholics.com. <laughs> yeah, if you absolutely. like them today, if you don't like them, then don't go there. It wasn't worth your time. Uh, but I, I hope you like it and I check think it out. I think okay. we have a pretty good show. It sounds good. I think we do too because we're talking about working conditions, getting better at Rockstar, the industry responding to Donald Trump, and Gamescom is going to be Liddy. I used Liddy right, right, Barrett? Uh, it it's going to be Liddy. Huh? Yeah, I mean, you used it correctly, but you made it sound dumb. <laughs> because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games with your questions, comments, concerns, everything under the video game sun. Video game sun. Then... Tune in to watch us record it live, twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. If you're watching live, you have a special job. Go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up so we can set the record straight for everybody watching later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe. Housekeeping for you. Uh, we are going to the Canadian National Exhibition in Toronto next week, if you can believe it, August 16th through the 18th. It's going to be me, Tim, and Andy hosting two panels a day at the Gaming Garage. You can go to kindoffunny.com slash events. You can get a ticket link there. You can see the panel times there. Once we officially announce, I have a call today. Once we officially announce who's on the panels, they'll be posted there as well because there's one company that's holding out right now. But outside of that, I can tell you we're going to have the Drinkbox guys there. Very excited to talk to them. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to have uh, Capybara there. Very excited to talk to them. Then who would that last person be? You'll find out. And then also <laughs> we're playing games and being morons because that's what we do. Justin Trudeau? <laughs> I can't confirm or deny if Justin Trudeau is going to be there. <laughs> he might be there. He might be. He likes going shirtless. He's always on the news. I mean, shirt, God bless shirtless. him. Have you seen his body? I'd be shirtless too. You know, that's the one thing that makes me keep the shirt on, Barrett, is that I don't look like Justin Trudeau. Uh, also, heads up, this is breaking news. Uh, the fourth annual Kind of Funny Extra Life t-shirt contest is happening. If you have a design for this year's community-driven Extra Life t-shirt, kindoffunny.com slash EL contest. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Today, we're brought to you by Hims and Raycon. Raycon's made by Ray J, and I now know who that is. But I'll tell you about that later. Because this is what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report. A baker's dozen. Number one, let's start with good news, ladies and gentlemen. Things are getting better at Rockstar. This is Steven Totillo at Kotaku. 
Workers at Rockstar Lincoln, the British studio that does the lion's share of testing on the Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption games, are being converted from contractors to full-time employees, three sources familiar with the studio have told Kotaku. The move will remove the uncertainty of working on temporary contracts, a position, I'm sorry, a positive turn at a company with notoriously arduous working conditions. The changes were set to go in effect on August 1st, according to two sources. It's unclear how many people this affects, nor whether it extends to temporary workers at other Rockstar Studios. We hope to get more details from Rockstar itself, but a company rep declined to comment. This, I know, right? Yeah, whatever. (laughs) This nevertheless appears to be an improvement at a studio where full-time and contract workers helping make Rockstar's biggest games felt the brunt of the company's crunch culture. Last October, a Kotaku report about the development across Rockstar's numerous studios highlighted Lincoln as one of the toughest places to work. A Lincoln employee had told us that testing that the testing team had been working mandatory overtime for for a year, and Rockstar confirmed that testers had been asked to work on evenings and weekends. Kotaku had also reported last year that testers at Lincoln weren't allowed to keep their cell phones at their desks and instead must keep them in lockers. This policy, a source now tells us, has been rescinded. Obviously, more reporting from Steven over there at Kotaku.com. But Rico, what's your take on this one? It's it's good news. It's great. Right? Like I've, I've worked uh, contract gigs. Yeah. I've worked as a contractor specifically, you know, always having that ever-looming axe over your neck. Sure. Like, am I going to have a paycheck next? Am I going to have a job next week, let alone a paycheck? So that's fantastic news. Obviously, there's a lot more that needs to happen in the industry. Yeah, this is one small Uh, step, right? I think, yeah. But it is good, you know? And I was telling Greg earlier, like, before we started, like, I'm part of a union, my full-time gig. I'm a union worker. And... You know, there's good and bad with that, right? Like, so you're telling me your video game podcast doesn't pay the bills? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it did. Maybe one day. So, you're a union worker. What does that mean? What industry are you? Uh, I'm in telecommunications. Okay. So, I'm a senior technician at a t- telecommunications company, uh, and I've been at a couple. One that wasn't unionized, which was the contract work, sure, piece work, even more specifically. So, you know, work is up and down depending on how things are going. But now, I'm by the hour, any union. Like, yeah, it's not going to help if the company goes tits up and there's layoffs or restructuring. Like, nothing can protect from that, right? Yeah. But uh, my asshole boss can't just fire me because he's an asshole and doesn't like me. Can't throw uh, a stapler at your head. Um, and they, me, yeah. At my old job, um, you know how they said here working evenings and weekends, right? Yeah. The voluntold is what we used to call it. Oh, like, really? So, yeah, it's volunteer. But if you didn't volunteer, you, you're you, not a team player. We'll see you later. Yeah, you worked. Yeah, yeah. So we were voluntold. There was no volunteering. You were told. So that doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. Like, they ask us. We get extras when we work, you know, double time, time and a half, whatever. Um, it, it, it's great for that kind of stuff because this stuff used to happen at my old job where you were scared to stand up and say something because it was your neck on the line. You got bills to pay, man. You got a family to feed. So... Uh, this is great for those guys. They're full time. It seems like they're not like riding them so hard. Yeah. You know, one day will they get a union? I don't know. That's that's a huge step. But uh, as someone who's seen it both ways and is now in a union, do you feel that video game workers, developers should unionize? I think absolutely they should yeah. unionize. Oh, for sure. I think most big trades or, you know, industries like this should unionize just as protection for the workers because every day, like even though I'm in a union, we lose stuff. Like in our last negotiation, we lost benefits. Mm, mm. If we didn't have a union, we probably wouldn't have anything. Gotcha. And I can, people that don't have that protection, the stuff they have to go through, 
I don't know. It's got to be really stressful and scary at times. Oh, sure. H- hence why, you know, like people are always changing jobs so quickly. It's like, right. Like there's no security. Like why am I going to stay around here, right? It's why they change jobs so quickly. It's why they burn out of the industry so quickly. It's why they move on to their fields. It's why there's anxiety. There's why there's this. I mean, yeah. so many things to worry about in your normal life, let alone. Yeah. If I don't come in this weekend and go to see my kid's baseball game, what happens? Yeah. Like my work. If you went into, they, they were looking for overtime people this past weekend. Yeah. And uh, this sounds really stupid, but like. If you vo- if you volunteered for the weekend, you know you got your time and a half, and you were entered in a draw for like an iPhone or an iPhone ten. Yeah, yeah, like that's just for one weekend. Sure, you know, like that's you know it's not a big deal, but it's better than a slap. It in the feels face like or nothing, nothing, right? It doesn't yeah. it doesn't feel like you voluntold, right? Yeah, that you're no, there and, and you're like, you don't even have to do it. Yeah, yeah, but it's a cool thing. Like my one of my best friends, he actually works with me, like. And he did overtime a little while ago. You know, you got an Apple Watch. Yeah. Just, you know, you're getting paid already. It's not the hardest job in the world, but it's like this nice little perk, like a thank you above and beyond of, of doing it. Right? It shows that they appreciate yeah, you, right? That they understand that they're so, making you. And, and that's because I think that's because we have a union and they, because of the voluntold thing doesn't sure. exist there. Yeah. They have to incentivize us to want to come in. Yeah. You know? You know, pays great, but you know, spending time with family and playing video games and being at home—I don't know. To me, my free time is the most valuable thing in the world. Hundred <laughs> percent. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the five-star man writes in to Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and says, "Hey, Greg and Rico. This morning on Twitter, Jason Schreier stated that several employees at Rockstar Lincoln have reached out to inform him that working conditions have changed substantially since his expose last year. Of course, Jason on book leave right now from Kotaku, which is why I think he was quote tweeting the Stephen article, and I'm unfamiliar actually with if he said they would reach out to him or whatever. Doesn't matter. Just putting it out there before Yoron gets involved. I know this is a good thing, but I can't help but wonder how much of this was caused by Red Dead Redemption 2 being released in that time. What do you think? Is this a sign of lasting change for Rockstar? Or do you think that whenever we get closer to the next major release, there will be more crunch horror stories? Thanks for all you do. The five-star man. I think it's change. Granted, I I think if you were, if it was like crunch is done and everybody's yeah. going home right now, it'd be a different story. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're not trying to get a game out other than Rocks, uh, Red Dead Online or whatever the hell you're doing with yeah. GTA. Yeah. The, the talk of here, like you can bring your phone in. And that That's they're, crazy. they're allowing people to go from contract to full time, right? Like those are changes that I don't think at all are affected by the fact that it's not, they're not working as hard on a game or they're not yeah. they have something they're trying to ship. Can you imagine if there was an emergency and your family couldn't get a hold of you because you just couldn't have your phone? Yeah, at exactly. Your, at your test job. And like, you understand where it comes from, right? Like it's not like it sounds, it's crazy from the worker's perspective, from the Rockstar perspective. It's like, please don't leak the fucking map. Oh, yes. Please don't leak the character. Don't think. Yeah. And it's like, because they're testers, right? <laughs> yeah, like we, it's like, we don't need the map uh, hidden on reset era exactly. a, year, a year before the game comes out. And, <laughs> and like, so it's this weird balancing act of, of course, where does the let's be bros to each other let's be human beings to each yeah. other begin and where it is let's protect the game and the ip we're working on end and i understand that struggle but yeah like we're saying it's crazy to do that yeah. not to mention i and i'm granted it's more oversight more everything i know the cameras that are on testers while they play yeah, right like they'll you figure, they'll see the guy take yeah exactly you, you, like the, you know and that's part of your work condition did they see you do that you're going to be gone yeah like my work, we have lots of privacy stuff, and it's it's in, you know you know the deal. <laughs> so you either really like working there, or you don't for that you know the internet points that one day for the leak you do right exactly like, right. You're up. I think it, I think income is more important than any kind of flash in the pan attention for sure. Stuff like exactly. That, right? Even though I do it, like flash in the pan attention. 
It's definitely a good thing, though. Yeah, 100%. it's one small step in the right direction. And that's the thing we talk about on the show, right? And what I've I've become, you know, we're 500 episodes in now to kind of funny games daily. <laughs> and what's been fun about doing a daily video game show, which we've never done before, I've never done before, is the idea that you get to see these. Oh yeah, you see it drops in the bucket, and you're like, man, it's what? And then you see the 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 needle start moving, right? And it's not the drastic change. It's not overnight. There's unions and everything's fine, but it is the rock star. You know, a company that I think a lot of people do think yeah. of as being horribly are horrible to their uh, uh, employees make little changes like this right yeah. and start to change that narrative and like you know like oh, no we're people too we understand like thank you for bringing this up and like you know squeaky wheel gets the yeah, and they don't want to hear that either no. right because it's going to affect investors too this yeah. is a terrible place to work yeah this is the message the slave labor like they don't exactly. want those headlines exactly like, not at all they're a publicly traded company right speaking of headlines you don't want, Rico. <laughs> Number two, the industry is responding to President Trump's attacks from yesterday where he blamed violent video games on the mass shootings. We talked about it here. You know what he said. Uh, James Bachelor over at gamesindustry.biz has this follow-up piece. Uh, this Basically, he recapped that everything that said yesterday about the grizzly video games and him trying to blame them for the mass shootings and it being very annoying and angering to everybody. Uh, the, ESA, the ESA released a statement emphasizing the abundance of violent video games in nations that haven't suffered more than 250 mass shootings since the year began. Quote, more than 165 million Americans enjoy video games and billions of people play video games worldwide, the ESA said in a statement. Yet other societies where video games are played as avidly do not contend with the tragic levels of violence that occur in the U.S. As, report, as reported yesterday, the IGDA and IGDAF also released a statement saying, quote, blaming video games distracts from the broader issue at hand. There is an overwhelming amount of research that finds there is no evidence linking video games to violence. Video games do not cause violence, and we support efforts to discontinue this misguided information. Despite the myriad of factors surrounding these shootings, MarketWatch reports the president's address had an impact on shares for major video, U.S. video game publishers. Grand Theft Auto publisher Take-Two took the biggest hit, with share prices down 6.3%. It was closely followed by Activision's 6.1% decline, perhaps due to the Texas shooter's reference to Call of Duty. In a manifesto posted online before the attack, the shooter said, quote, don't attack heavily guarded areas to fulfill your super soldier COD fantasy. Attack low security targets, end quote. Republican Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick took this out of context and used it to claim the shooter was, quote, living out his super soldier fantasies on Call of Duty. Others have said the shooter would have been encouraged by spending hours playing Fortnite or whatever. That was a quote. Electronic Arts also saw its share price, uh, fall by 4.6% and even casual games for firm Zynga was affected with shares down 3.9%. Politicians taking stuff out of context. Weird. What a, what a, <laughs> wow, man, cherry picking a quote and like what this actually is. Cherry picking uh, parts of a video game. Not even that because I doubt Donald Trump has any idea what's happening in any video games. Just <laughs> he's he a he scapegoat. But so, yeah. I'm going to get some hate here. Does he have any idea about anything going Welcome on? Welcome to the internet. <laughs> You're going to get hate for anything you say. Yeah, yeah you, you have an interesting perspective on this being Canadian, eh? Hey, yeah. You know, when we aren't drinking maple syrup in our, in our coffee and, you know, adjusting the satellites on our igloos for, to get the TV reception. Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's mind blowing, it's especially the trying to connect it to video games. Like, like I said, I've been playing games for a long time. Yeah, I was around in the um, Jack Thompson. Oh yeah. oh, yeah, Jack Thompson. Remember that guy? Oh, Grand yeah. Th- what is it? Grand Theft Auto, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah. Grand Theft Auto like, was his big one, yeah. Call me. Uh, I've got like 30 sort of plus years of video game experience. Yeah. I haven't. Like never, history repeating itself? I, I've never been in a fight. Yeah. I've never hurt anyone. Yeah. I, I've played the most violent video games for decades. You think I would be corrupted by it. Sure. No, I'm a family man. I go to work. Yeah. I don't want to hurt a soul. I feel bad about stepping on bugs. Yeah. 
So we know the connection's not true at yeah. all. It's just it's oh, it's just annoying. I know. It's, it sucks. I, I know. It's, it's so tiresome. I wanted to read it here, of course, to put a pin on it, just to keep you up to date on what the rest of the industry is saying about it. Obviously, you can go, you can throw a stone on the internet, Twitter, wherever, and find all sorts of developers' uh, personalities talking about it. But I thought it was important to get ESA statements in here, uh, IGDF yeah. in there. Uh, just in that, I thought this, sh- sh- I wouldn't have even thought about the actual reverberations, right? We yeah. talk about, like, in our world, our industry of yesterday, like, this is clearly a distraction. Don't take the bait. Stay on the topic for the real issues. Yeah. Let's talk about gun control. Let's talk about f- figuring yeah. things out in America. Right. Don't get distracted and let's not chase this. But I didn't think of, I, you know, and granted, I'm, I'm a stupid idiot, but I didn't think about the idea of like the actual reverberations into the stock market of like actually seeing stuff drop. Yeah, and I didn't they, even think about that either, right, really. But that, it, that, that that's how the market still works. That well, people are like, oh. excuse for the suits to make money. They want those stocks to go up and down, right? Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but like you were saying about Canada, I kind of didn't answer. Like, we, we have guns. We don't have mass. Like, we've had mass shootings. Yeah, three people. Yeah. Maybe four. Yeah. Not assault rifles, usually handguns, and most often it's tar- it's targeted. It's found like it's it's terrible. It's domestic. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all terrible. Yeah, yeah, but it isn't as crazy as down here, right? Yeah, yeah. clearly because our I have friends with guns, lots of guns, yeah. but they took courses. They got multiple levels of licensing. They had to wait like a decent amount of time. You can't just go in anywhere like uh, a gun show or a trade show and, yeah, and yeah. get a gun. You know, there's all kinds of stuff you have to meet, criminal background checks through the police. And I assume that I don't know what it's like here. So I like I and that's something I I think that does get And I I do want to call this out. I mean, and I know win me favors with certain people, but like I one of the things I even reading through the ESA or watching the argument online, right, of like. Well, no, there's all uh, thousands or millions of people have played games and they're not being shooting. Yeah, like, I have seen the other side, not the other side, but g- gun advocates be like, exactly. And millions of us have guns and have never fired them at a person and have taken courses and have yeah. concealed and carry permits and have gone through. Like, it's, it's like, I know the problem we always fall into with internet arguments in general is it's binary. Yes, no, black, white, yeah, right, wrong, that's right? never. And so, like, even here, it's like, Video games are fine. Guns are the problem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not... There's such a gray area here that we don't... Yeah. Are, I'm not smart enough to figure no, out. neither am I. All we want to do is keep people from getting shot. I want to keep fucking kids safe when they go to school oh, and not get fucking assault rifle. Like, as a dad, like, it's just terrifying. Like, I couldn't imagine that's how some of these families feel. Yeah, like, just exactly. Like, I couldn't imagine... I don't have this fear when I go out in Canada anywhere in giant public events, but I know friends down here actually think about stuff like that. Yeah. To be aware, and I'm like, blows my mind. So what does that do for you when you come? To, are you going to PAX again this year? Like, I know oh, yeah, you usually. I'll go to PAX. Like, do you yeah. think about that when you're at PAX? No. no. I, I, I've never thought about it. Like, I come to the U.S. all the time. Sure. Like, we go to Disneyland with the family, yeah. or I go to E3, or I go to PAX, like you said. And I, it doesn't cross my mind because it isn't my norm. Yeah. So yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't have to think about it. Yeah. But it could happen, I guess. Sure. You know. I, and like, I think for the most part, it doesn't cross our minds either i think right yeah. now it's like I, when i went to see <laughs> i went to see a bunch of dogs surf at pacifica this weekend <laughs> yeah. i did sit around being like man that could happen right here but it was on the heels of uh, hit, hit the heels of gilroy california yeah, shooting the week before now i don't think the the new stuff had happened this weekend the two yeah. that came back to back and so it was like mom but that's only because it was on my mind once in a while usually it packs i will do the thing of where man, I, i'm to the show floor bad. and i'm like i never went through a metal detector today yeah, I'm already here in front of everybody. I didn't do anything. This would be bad. If yeah, someone exactly. A bad actor. Yeah. 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 You just hope we don't have to think about it. Right. Exactly. And again, it's that, you know, it is the belief in the truth that like 
the overwhelming majority of everyone is a good person. Oh, they absolutely. are. We are all good, upstanding, yeah. law-abiding citizens that do the right thing. It's just... Yeah. It's it, a complicated issue. Exactly. It's more than guns. Yeah. But I, you know, have Trudeau come down here and solve it like he did for you guys. You know, <laughs> I don't think he solved it. Yeah, you know, I've heard but... it both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Number three on the Roper Report. We have more on this Ubud story, if you can believe it. Uh, we've been talking about it since last week with Andrea. Ubud's went on and we're like, hey, we're going to the Epic Game Store. Here's a goofy, snarky, like, uh, reason why. That was in the Ubud's, like, uh, dialect, pretty much. Like, how they talk to their audience all the time. And then the people who were very pro- anti-Epic uh, Game Store, they didn't take that well. And then they got real mad. And then yesterday, we did the story that was like yeah. the Ubus people would be like we're getting death threats over our very cute game because we, we said uh, Epic Game Store is cool. Uh, Epic themselves put out the following statement uh, since we last were on the air. We at Epic Games have often shared our views about the game business and companies in it, and we support the entire game community's right to speak freely and critically about these topics, including the topic of Epic, our products, and our store. When everyone shares their earnest views, the best ideas ultimately prevail. The announcement of Ooblets highlighted a disturbing trend which is growing and undermining healthy public discourse. And that's the co- and that's the coordinated and deliberate creation and promotion of false information, including fake screenshots, videos, and technical analysis accompanied by harassment of partners, promotion of hateful themes, and intimidation of those with opposing views. Epic is working together with many game developers and other partners to build what we believe will be a healthier and more competitive multi-store world for the future. We remain fully committed and we will steadfastly uh, support our partners throughout these challenges. Many thanks to all of you that continue to promote and advocate for healthy, truthful discourse about the game's business and stand up to all manners of abuse. That's something special. You don't see the big guy, the, 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 you know, I don't, when somebody's, when somebody's getting bashed for Xbox or PlayStation, Nintendo, you don't see the company usually respond, right? And Nintendo or Sony step up and come in. No, absolutely. And so for Epic to come off the bench and be like, hey, we can take it. You're free to discuss us truthfully and honestly. And you don't like us. I get it. That's fine. You can be critical. Don't attack these two people making the weird, cute monster game that you're growing people in gardens. Who isn't going to sign up for that deal? Yeah, right. Hey, hey Greg, I'm going to pay your mortgage. Uh-huh. I'm going to pay all your bills. Sure. You're going to be set for the next, uh, say, two, three years. Sure. No worries. Right. And you're free to do whatever I can just make the want. game. I can just make this just, piece of art that is very weird. You don't have to deal with any other bullshit in your life. You've got all the freedoms to make this thing that you are invested in with all your time and effort and love and no stress about financials. Yeah. Like, Fucking sell out. Sell out. <laughs> It's not I, even a sellout, Baron. It's part of the business. I, no, I, I'm, I'm in the audience. I'm oh, in the oh, audience. I'm sorry. I thought you were saying, fucking sell out, do it. You were saying, you're a fucking sellout. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, I missed yeah, yeah. it. I missed <laughs> it. I, I would sign up for that deal. Yeah, of course you would. It's Most developers a, it's would. It's such a risky industry where... Business like game companies disappear overnight. We see it every. It's a a, a news story every other day on the show. How many great games come out and they are and oh, it's got an eight three at IGN. Oof, sorry, only buy nines. Fuck, well I'm screwed. And That's the end of that. Sixty layoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. That sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, there's been. I'm not going to name names, but there's been a disturbing trend, right? Where it's like I people I've done stuff with within being kind of funny, but then also like up at noon days or whatever, running back to me like, oh man, how's the studio? I'm like, oh man, dude, no, the studio long gone. I'm working here now, and I'm a character designer here. After yeah. were, you know what I mean? Like, fuck, that's the reality of what it's like to like want to make a bootstrap a video game and put it out, and then it doesn't work. It could. It, it, it's one of those. It could flare out and be nothing. It could, it could be lawbreakers and go away overnight. Yeah. It could go. It could go out and it could be shovel night, and it could be the next big thing. Like there's yeah, these like Stardew Valley. Yeah, like what happens? You don't know what it's going to be. 
it's like the music industry, right? You're one hit wonder, but the video game version. Right, right, right. right. Not that they're one hit wonders, but you know what? It's the same kind of thing. It's like you hit it big, and it's like your one man studio is 20 million copies sold. Yeah. You're a millionaire, Rocket League, like whatever. Right, right, like, right, right. Or it's the complete opposite. And you have a game that's just as good as these other games. But it just got the wrong attention. Came out the wrong time. Yeah, exactly. Or something else. And well, then it's like the whole ship is sunk. Right? Ooblets is a very interesting one. You I've say never, wrong attention and no, tap it, right? Yeah, I just meant like in terms of like a story. like Sure. Like the, the message for like, just imagine a game with a bad press story. And then yeah. people think it's bad when actually it's good. And then yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that's your life. You're gone. Your life savings. You're, it's it's the know? shitty thing about all this that like really honestly, like and there's no way and I, I, that I could ever like in the moment, like as yesterday we talked about like, you know, felt like the world's, they were crying over the weekend. The world's falling yeah. down around them. It's like, yep, I get it. So many more people know yeah. about your game than they ever would before. And yeah. I, I know this sucks, but in the end, this is going to be so good when you do launch this game. Because yeah. you're not launching it now. No. It's just that we signed the deal. I don't know. Yeah. The game's like, what? Kindofunny.com slash you're wrong. When's Ooblets <laughs> coming out? Like a year, maybe? 20, is it a 2020 I've, game? I don't know. I've like, heard positive things about it. I haven't seen it. Play, I, played I, haven't, it I, I haven't played it. My Ooblets experience was they were at uh, the Xbox GDC thing of 2018. And I watched, uh, me and Phil Spencer stood there. Yeah. And I think we were both watching somebody else playing. Phil was talking to the creators and I was like that's a weird Pokemon gardening weird ass game yeah, like cool whatever <laughs> like I don't understand it but I'm sure it'll be fun and it's gonna have an audience but it's gonna looking at that and like extrapolating the experience I've seen from other games like yeah. it's gonna have an audience that's not gonna be gigantic it's gonna have a very no, dedicated gonna, like the 1100 people have on Patreon it's a super tight community exactly gonna, and then it's gonna grow from there so fucking right? take the money and run because you're not gonna make X um, whatever they, I don't, the, it hasn't been disclosed but they're talking about like it takes care of everything and more so like yeah, fuck yeah, take that money, get out of there. Yeah, you yeah. gotta figure it's a decent chunk of change. Nanobiologist says no release date yet for Ooblets on the FAQ, but it is listed as 2019 elsewhere. Well, if the Ooblets FAQ isn't saying a date, I would not I would not trust 2019. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, the whole Epic thing, I'm a PC, I, I'm a, you know, when I'm not chatting with uh, Clippy and doing my spreadsheets in Excel. Oh, yeah, you're addicted to Minesweeper, it, it, I understand. Uh, actually, you are no, no. Just you reminded me. We were at a convention in uh, Vancouver last weekend. Uh, I think it was LTX. They actually had a Minesweeper competition. What? Uh, yeah, and a dude won a 2080 Ti, like in can in maple syrup dollars, okay. like sixteen hundred dollars. Wow. The, 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 the one of the best video cards you can get for PC for like winning it. We've Minesweeper. been knocking it out of the park <laughs> these last couple weeks with like actually jam-packed Roper reports. Somebody gave me a great one I wanted to include the other day, but it's too serious of a day. But it was like uh, an Atlanta twin won a PowerPoint competition, or an Atlanta <laughs> teen won a PowerPoint competition. And yeah. I almost put it in there. Yeah, I was gonna be like, huge PC news. <laughs> but you play PC. I love my PC. So do you? I, do you care about? Is the Epic Game Store a huge problem for you? No, it's just another button or icon I click on the desktop. You don't worry about them getting 10 cent watching all your purchases and giving all your information away? There's other people I need to worry about <laughs> getting my information as opposed to them. Did you ever That's sign up for an E3 uh, media pass? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah may, I, I, I may have actually, you know. Uh, yeah, it's we got the Googles and the Alexas and the... Our watches and everything's phones listening, and right? Everything's listening. It's the same thing. I, like, I went. I talked about this on the kind of funny podcast a couple weeks ago, where I went to this weird dinner, and afterwards they gave a speech to the guy who created Siri or one of the co-creators. Oh of Siri, yeah, yeah. And he was talking about like who's gotten the thing where they look at their phone on Instagram and they get served an ad, oh. and it's like you think your phone's listening to you, and he's like, your phone's not. It's your it's your web browser talking to your Facebook profile, talking and like they are so they can see the little things the you're doing that history. project it right to where it needs to be. Yeah. Um. 
I, I don't mind the Epic Game Store. Yeah, it's lacking a lot of features, okay? It's, how old is it now? It came out in December? Mm. Eight months old? Something like that, yeah. It's not even a year. People hated Steam when Steam came out. Yeah. There was pitchforks, you know, when that came out way in early 2000. Yeah. So it's like, I understand, okay, you're connected to your community. You got your achievements. There are a lot of things that people love about Steam, and there's sure. nothing wrong with that. But... Uh, to attack developers and right. to be really upset about it. And it's and to attack developers, I feel like, again, what we're already talking about, but not spelling it out, but ignoring the realities of the industry. Ignoring, yeah. like, not understanding how your games get the made. The volatility of the industry. Exactly. God. I can say it better myself, right? It's such a volatile industry. And so you can sit there and be like, dude, this sucks. I don't like Epic Game Store because of X, Y, and Z, so yeah. I won't buy your game, but I understand why you're doing it. Absolutely. I think it's a, I think it's a great, a smart move. You know, again, we've lost it, though. It's just binary. <laughs> Up, down, right, yeah. wrong. No no room for anything. Nope. <laughs> right, Barrett? Yep. By the way, everybody, if you're an audio listener, I have bad news. You should have been watching this on YouTube for the last 30 minutes. Porty's just been sleeping on the so on, on, on the on the top of the thing Fucking here. adorable. He never wants to cheat to the camera, though. He always cheats. shows me the cute goods. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I was trying to... I, I, I was looking at Skycam to see if I could get a good shot there, but it's not happening. Yeah, I'll try to rotate him. You got his face, though, here. Yeah, hold yeah. on. But it's, it's better than Oh, now he looks so sad. He's he, well, he's just like, what's going on? He's not sad. He's okay. just like, why am I being moved? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, whatever. He'll, he'll be back down in two seconds. Don't worry about it. Uh, number four on the Roper Report. Gamescom is going to be lit. Yeah. It's litty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I can say, so uh, you can't say Gamescom is going to be litty, but I can say it, it's going to. Uh, <clears throat> Gamescom is litty. Litty. And it's going to be lit. Yes. But it's not going to be litty. I'm too old. No. Me too. Don't trust me. <laughs> I started hiring all you've these been, kids. You've been to Gamescom, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, but not the, real. The, the insanity. I have been, but I don't count it. I went yeah. to the very last Gamescom, Gamescom that was in Leipzig. Oh, okay. before they so moved it to Cologne. Cologne yeah. And so like it was crazy and insane, but like that was like 2008, and me and Damon saw a Wizard. I was like, just before you started. Sure? I was telling my wife a story. I'm like, we should go to Cologne, Germany. <laughs> no reason, honey. We should just go. <laughs> and she's like. What game There's event? a convention yeah. there. Like, <laughs> Damn, Damn it. Hey, you know but you know so what? Well. That it's not a bad uh, town to like I go and like. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah Jen really says it's really beautiful. She's been to it a couple times. hundred thousand plus people though for the no, convention. No, thank you. Not a chance insane. in hell. No, thank you. Uh, anyways, though, Jeff Keeley is hosting a little event over there, and he started putting out some event, uh, information on it. So let's read right from Jeff's Twitter. Uh, more than fifteen game publishers will premiere new content and make announcements during at Gamescom opening night live. An exciting show is coming together for Monday. August 19th. Hope you can tune in and watch the stream. Uh, world premiere content and announcements are coming from 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bungie, Capcom, EA, Epic, Google Stadia, uh, Koch, or is it Koch? Koch? Coach? Coke? It's Coke. Coke, I hear Coke, Coke. Deep so- slash Deep Silver. Private Division, Sega, Square Enix, Sony, that's right, PlayStation, THQ Nordic, Ubisoft, and Xbox. If that wasn't enough, Jeff had another tweet. Excited to announce Hideo Kojima will be live in Cologne during Gamescom opening night live on Monday, August 19th to premiere an exclusive new look at Death Stranding. Opening night live will stream around the world across all major platforms. Just just to confuse us more because we have no idea what Death Stranding He's is He's like, about. here is a little bit more. <laughs> now you wonder, is that like does that count as Sony's uh, world premiere content? It's world premiere count, content and announcements. So this isn't all going to be Hey, you've not, this is a brand new game announcement. However, if you did want a brand new game announcement, I got this press release from Sega today. Ooh. Sega has today revealed its lineup for Gamescom 2019, where visitors will be treated to a first-hand look at an all-new AAA game that has yet to be revealed to the public. The highly anticipated Catherine Full Body, Two Point Hospital on consoles, and retro-inspired Sega Mega Drive Mini will all be there as well. But a new AAA game from Sega. 
I have no idea what that could be. So that is one of Jeff's world premiere announcements, you assume. Debuts. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then we got Kojima coming out there. A new look at Death Stranding. Probably a new character. Because there's no there's no press conferences per se at this Gamescom, is there? Not like that at, I'm aware of. Xbox had something last yeah, year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a brilliant idea by Jeff, and I'd love oh. to, I hope he talks more about how it came to be. I'm always trying to get Jeff up here, but if you didn't know, he's very, very busy nonstop. He's like Santa, where once the Game Awards ends, he immediately starts planning the next Game Awards. <laughs> he goes back to the North Pole. Exactly, exactly. So I'd love to talk to him about like what this is, because this is a really great idea that should happen more, right? Especially because I remember for the longest time at IGN even talking, uh, I think it was Colin who was always saying that Gamescom was going to overtake E3. Like It was already bigger. It was already doing this stuff is only a matter of time before everything's shifted over there Definitely. so it's interesting that it hasn't gotten that e3 flavor in so long of yeah. like a giant thing yeah i guess it's just the cost of the press conferences or sure or yeah they, live streaming infrastructure it's also the it's, fact yeah. of like if you're a playstation a, an xbox whoever just like the pain in the ass that is the plan and, and then e3 stuff. just happened exactly on, like it feels like forever ago but it yeah. just happened yeah exactly like, but with such a weird e3 yeah you'd hope that there'd be weird. better chances to come out here and do certain stuff you assume ea will have more for fallen order Right. Yeah. That'll be their their big push. Stadia, maybe a new game announcement. Right. I think they have something, some exclusive there. Uh, Private Division. What? It, uh, human. The an- ancestors game. The monkey game. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that'll still have stuff going on. Sega. This new AAA thing. Probably just Sonic the movie. The game. Square Enix is going to show more Final Fantasy. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it's cool. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping to, yeah, yeah, I'm hoping to too, play yeah. it at PAX. I hope they have it at PAX. Ubisoft figure this would be a good ghost recon tie-in. I feel like this is gonna be more of the yeah. updates on stuff. Yeah. Not necessarily you know, here's this brand new, you've never seen it before, but hey, here's a new look at it. It's all gonna be gameplay stuff. Yeah, ho- well, hopefully know, not gonna work. As opposed to just the trailers that E3 always has. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bungie, of course, with their Destiny stuff. Oh, this will be before could be more Marvel stuff too. Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's a great one. Because, yeah, you're right. They're supposed to announce. That's a great one. Good call. Yeah, the Avengers game is supposed to release the Comic Con demo after Gamescom. Oh, Maybe so they for show all it again. Plebes. Exactly. Oh, Maybe they show it right here. <laughs> Put it right out there. You know what I mean? Hey, I was a plebe till I hosted the panel, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Final story on the Roper Report. Another uplifting one. This is number five. Uh, Japan's first esports tournament for disabled for the disabled is to be held in August. This is Kyoto News. Uh, Japan's first esports tournament for disabled players will be held next month in Takasaki, northwest of Tokyo, with the aim of creating a venue for possible competition with able-bodied gamers in the future. In the Gunma Esports Festival on August 31st, four five-member teams will battle it out in multiplayer online game League of Legends, vying for a grand prize of one million yen, according to Esports Association of Gunma uh, Prefecture, which is organizing the event. In preparation for the event, One Life Incorporated, a provider of ser- support services for the disabled and founder of the association, set up a training center last November to nurture professional gamers with disabilities. Four players are currently practicing for the tournament using adaptive equipment specially designed for people with limited mobility that was imported by the company. Quote, we want to tell people who have given up on gaming due to disability that there are opportunities for them to become professional gamers, the company said. Stick with me, everybody. Ryuya? Koshizuka, 31, a quadriplegic living in the city of Midori in Gunma, who suffers from muscular dystrophy, uh, plays games using an adaptive controller that he directs with his breath and mouth. Quote, it was hard to remember at first, but now I can use it. I hope to win at the tournament, he said. Izisaki, city resident, Yuchikoro Kanmai, was developed left, who developed left side paralysis after a stroke, now practices using controller with just his right hand. Quote, I want to remove the wall between us and the able bo- and able-bodied people, the 45-year-old said. Fuck yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. Right? Esports is awesome. Yeah, it is. And I love the fact that like we're at a place right now with gaming where we talk about diversity on this level and it is already so empowering that that's there and you can do this and like Japan's making this happen which means it's only a matter of time it's happening at other places and like Xbox is adaptive controller oh, right? able gamers fantastic. and Steven and everything yeah. they're doing uh, you know blind gamer everybody's out there right now talking about this stuff and actually making a difference it seems and bringing you know like just a little thing of uh, you know when it was a uh, fire emblem uh, out on switch where people were like hey Video game developers, you got to fix text size, and it's not even us being bitches about it, like yeah, complaining it's, babies. Yeah. It's us saying this is an accessibility issue. It's like, terrible, and it's that thing of like I've always thought about it, me complaining because I have bad eyes, but not the fact of, oh right, there are gamers who play games who literally can't see this because it's too small. I that game is gonna give me bad eyes. <laughs> the text is so the text is so small. That's what I've been playing right now is Fire Emblem, the new one on Switch, and it, it is hard to read. I literally have to move my Switch up to my face to read the text. Yeah, and. You need to catch it because if it's part of the, you know, tutorial, I'm like, what am sure. I doing? Like, exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> let yeah. alone if I didn't have eyesight or, you know, impaired eyesight. It's like, you got to take that into consideration. Yeah. Yeah. So this is awesome. I'm glad to see it. Uh, before I go here, though, hold on a second. I have some of your wrongs about. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Not even, but I think they might be adding me more information about Gamescom oh, okay. speculation. So I like putting it in here. Arvel says, technically, Greg has never been to Gamescom. The annual event in Leipzig was called Games Convention and oh. had to be rebranded uh, as Gamescom <laughs> when it moved to Cologne. Sorry. Then I've never been, everybody. And I'm sorry. I lied to your face. Uh, Borazin00 says, Stadia will have a new Stadia Connect on August 16th as part of Gamescom. I'd miss that. Thank you very much. Oh, I think there was a tweet or something earlier And then, today. Well, thanks for fucking me on that, Rico. I'm glad you knew yeah, about it, too. Yeah. You didn't say yeah. anything. Uh, Nanobiologist says, Square also has Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC coming out this year. Could be a Gamescom or D23, parentheses, which is more likely, according to the Nanobiologist. So you can take it to the bank on him. Um, Rico, I'm excited yes. to see what Gamescom brings us. Uh, probably an embarrassment of riches, but Gamescom is still so far away. If I wanted to know something more immediate, like say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games daily show hosts each and every weekday. I appreciate Barrett had a cool dance that was just for me. I appreciate that I didn't prep you at all to read the list and you just knew that was your time. You I, always, I, I always dance when you do the... Uh, I, that was a really good dance. I oh, honestly tried memorizing it before coming down here and I'm like... I was just too nervous. I was like, I'm going to screw it up. It's I, fair. I had to read it. I'm Definitely. Sorry. We've had, people, we've had people come. No, you did great. No, it's better to do that. Then I forget who it was. Somebody came in here like a cocky son of a bitch thinking they know. It <laughs> Probably it up. Gary Witter or something. No, <laughs> Gary doesn't even know what shows he on. He's always like, all right, cool. When's this up at noon go live? I'm like, no, Gary, this is game sailing. Out today. Silver Chains is on PC. Metal Wolf Chaos XD is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Age of Wonders Planetfall is on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. DC Universe Online is on motherfucking <laughs> Switch. Barrett, what year is it? Uh, 2008, I don't know. Guys, oh out? my god. I'll tell you, I've been playing it. It is so... I'm going to talk at length about this on Gamescast. Yeah. It is so weird to be playing this game that on I put Switch. 900... Switch. Not even that. It's just that I've put 900 hours into and then playing it from the start because your character doesn't carry over. So I'm doing shit that I haven't done in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine Learning years, eight, systems, seven. Eight. Yeah, 2000, exactly. 2011, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I mean, even... But you figure once I hit level 30, right, you move into endgame content and I was just off. So yeah. like, I haven't run the tutorial the intro all that stuff build all that stuff that was ps3 right yeah start on ps3 oh, yeah. jump to ps4 it's yeah. always been on my like 
you know, dashboard. Yeah, yeah. never, never got to. It is. That's the problem. That's where I am right now. Is that we'll talk about Gamescast in length, but I'm at that part of where I'm enjoying myself playing it. So it's like, fuck, I'm gonna go back to my PlayStation Four character, and so, but it's going literally from I'm playing this thing in the one the the (laughs) new section where they're still teaching me everything to jumping to all right, Uh, nine hundred hours later, here's the game, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Where do I go? How do I get anything done? But Gamescast, we'll talk more about it. Uh, Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition is on Switch. I have no fucking idea. I, I feel like I say Darksiders 2 every three months that that game's on something new, but it's out. There you go. <laughs> Gravity Ghost is on PlayStation 4. Guacamelee, one-two punch collection, the physical Ooh. manifestation of Guacamelee uh, Super Championship Turbo Edition or Turbo Championship Edition and Guacamelee 2 in one com- complete package for your Nintendo Switch and uh, PlayStation 4 is out today as well. Remember, if you're playing Guacamelee 2, there is a code to unlock Shirtless Arachnid Man and Portillo that you can play as in yourself. That's why we rough Portillo in, not because his mom is uh, in LA on work. Shadow 2, <laughs> Perfidia is on Switch. Epic Clicker Journey is on Switch, which sounds like it'd be a great easy platinum, but I ain't playing on Switch. Uh, Red Den Online, <laughs> Online players can expect a range of discounts and bonuses this week, including 30% off more Red Dead Online money and XP for any completed A Land of Opportunities mission during the next two weeks, along with 25% off the Double Action Revolver and Springfield Rifle, 50% off the Hatchet and Cleaver prices, and 25% off all ability card update prices uh, all through august 19th journey is on the ios is on, on the ios today my grandmother's reading is on ios today uh and then there's a major anthem update out today uh, i'm gonna give you the high level stuff here but you should check it out uh it actually sounds pretty interesting in terms of if you want to go play anthem uh there's new story missions there's a guild app uh there's a removal of luck as a thing it just gives you a bonus armor now there's lots of uh there's lots more including inversions this is how bioware puts it with patch 1.3.0 we've introduced a new system called inversions which changes the way your javelin interacts with the environment to various degrees some inversions will hinder you some will help ultimately they should fundamentally change your experience within the cataclysm and encourage some diversification in your play style uh, and then they go on to the list and everything else they it's a long long list of anthem stuff and I, it's interesting enough that i want to like kick the tires on it cool what, uh, also out today we just released on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games the milk mommy emote wait what got released on the milk mommy the milk mommy emote Oh, yeah, okay. Sorry, you, you just dropped off. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I'm glad that everybody's it, throwing them up. R- throw up your milk mommies if you're on Twitch.tv slash kind of funny. Hold on to one second too, because I just remembered something. Hold on, hold oh, on, man. hold on. Uh, I'm on my Twitter. Mike Tyson. That's not what I wanted. Here we go. Um, somebody did the thing where I guess I, I don't know if it's one of their. What is this shit? I don't want my Twitter analytics. I want to click on the phone. Here we go. Um, a, a kind of funny best friend I think likes this game and wanted to do this. Uh, Orange Pascal tweets: I'm releasing Gun Slugs Rogue Tactics in two hours on Steam. That's out now. Uh, the amount of coverage uh, can be counted on three fingers. One if you're creative. So what it's worth here: Gun Slugs Rogue Tactics is out on Steam right now. Uh, a best friend. Uh, from the kind of funny community didn't make it maybe but it wanted me to promote it and tweet it at me so I did so there it is if you ever see news or anything like that feel free to tweet it at me good luck to you Gunslugs rogue tactics a hybrid game mixing action platforming with stealth and tactical decision making with roguelike sauce on top I like I like the description uh, new dates for you Riverbond a shoot and slash dungeon crawler with solo and couch co-op play from 
Cocoon Cucumber. Uh, well, welcome adventures with lighthearted loot grabbing fun and the Nintendo Switch later this year. Riverbond, I talked about on the uh, Gamescast recently within the last couple of months. I played it on PlayStation 4. Fun, goofy, uh, not brain dead, but just a dungeon crawl you can go through. Voxel, pixels popping off. Yeah. It's cute. It, yeah, it definitely looks cute. Uh, something to, just, it, I liked it enough that I want you to know it's coming. Uh, Valferis will be released uh, at retail for Switch and PlayStation 4 this November. Uh, Ando. Anodyne 2 Return to Dust is out August 12th on PC. And then the PAX West schedule is up. I remember the Kind of Funny Games Showcase is 4.30 p.m. Friday. Uh, the Kind of Funny Intersight Tournament is Saturday at 9 p.m. And then also announced yesterday I'm hosting a Guild Wars 2 live event Friday morning, 9 a.m. in Seattle. It's not part of PAX. So you can come. You can go to my Twitter, get more details, and get your own ticket. That's their backyard, right? The devs of Guild Wars? Yeah. Arena, that's up there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time for Reader Mail. But first, let me tell you about our sponsors. I'm starting with hymns. Summertime is here. And while you may be breaking out that baseball cap for a day at the beach or ballpark, if you're wearing it to hide your thinning hair, you don't have to do it anymore. Uh, be like Nick Scarpino and Andy Cortez, who on the other side of the wall noticed their hair was thinning and went to 4 They got set, set up with some stuff to treat their thinning hair loss. And now they don't sweat the hair loss this summer because they did something about it. We talked about this uh, during the, what, post-show yesterday for pre-show, post-show? One of the shows for Kind of Funny Podcast yesterday, which was not sponsored by Hims, but it literally was them talking about how it has helped. Uh, 4hims.com, of course, is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness, and more for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. You get well-known generic equivalents and name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. These, are no, these aren't snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. No waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. Save hours by going to 4hims.com. It's easy. You just answer a few quick questions. The doctor will review it, and they can prescribe you some stuff if they agree that you need it. Uh, stop worrying about sunblock on that spot of thing here and do something to help stop hair loss and help promote hair growth. My listeners, get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today right now while supplies last. See the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash games daily. 4 slash games daily. Up next, it's Raycon. Uh, you heard it yesterday for the first time. The news was broken to me too. Cool Greg is using Raycon earbuds and he loves them. It's 2019. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon, just like Cool Greg did. Raycon earbuds started about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market, and they sound just as amazing. The company was actually co-founded by Ray J, and celebrities like Melissa Etheridge are already obsessed. Raycon's E50 wireless earbuds have totally changed the game for Cool Greg. They're so comfortable, and they're easy to take anywhere. Unlike some of the other wireless options, Raycon earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems. You don't want to look like Kevin. And of course... They don't just look great. They sound great, too. Raycon offers uh, their wireless earbuds for everyone in a range of fun colors and an unbreedable price. Go to buyraycon.com slash kfgames to get 15% off your first order. Uh, that's buyraycon.com slash kfgames for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. If you've been eyeing a pair, now is the time to get this amazing deal. One more time. Buyraycon.com slash kfgames. Games, games, games. Uh, Hiram Reed writes in. To patreon.com slash kind of funny games just like you can to be part of the show and says hello greg and rico i wanted to talk about conventions you know a lot about this you go to a lot of conventions uh, yeah i have really bad fomo <laughs> that's, that's the whole reason <laughs> like i don't even want to see games i just gotta go it's seeing the games and i just love the spectacle yeah i, I just 
It's like my it's my Disneyland going yeah. to conventions. I, I love them so much. Oh, I run into you guys. Yeah. I see other friends. I get to play the newest games. Yeah. I get cool buy cool merch on the stuff that I love or just How far will you travel? Like you know what I mean? The farthest I've gone is Pax East. Oh shit, that's far. Yeah, yeah I did a, the one year I 2013 I did PAX East, E3, and then PAX West. Wow. Okay, the full deal. And PAX West is like, it's in our backyard. Yeah, that's easy. It's that's from easy Victoria one. to Seattle. It's like, you know, just get in my canoe and go across. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love conventions, man. So much. It's so much fun. So now when you go, now, now we're just off the rails. Now, are you going now as media? Yeah, I've been going as media for years. Okay, okay. But before I've, that, I've like when you went as, to your I've first E3. Yeah, you yeah. Know, when I went to my first E3 in 1999. You were the you were the ripe old age <laughs> that, of eight. Yeah, that was just a wee little little boy. Um, that's when I was running uh, the mom pop shops. Yeah. Uh, way back in the late nineties, and my boss sent me. So I this is the only E three I've ever been paid to go to, <laughs> uh, and I went by myself. Like I got like whatever, man. I want to go check this out. Yeah. And I made friends with people in the lineup. We're all there to see the same thing. Yeah. It's so easy to talk to someone. You just hey man, you're ex- we're excited to see whatever lineup we're in, and you you'll. You'll talk the entire rest of the line until you get to play. Yeah. And then you might even make new friends. Like I've made new friends in LA that I stay with now uh, from E3. From yeah. Just, you know, meeting them in the parking lot. Right. Like yeah. um, it's, I just love the conventions. Just seeing all the new stuff. Sorry. My watch is like buzzing here. It's <laughs> okay. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. I, I, I love conventions and I hate it when I have to miss them. It just gets expensive. Right. Oh like, my God. Yeah. You know, airfare, being, hotel. being an independent, like E3 is easily $2,000, you know, yeah. like out of my pocket if I want to go. And usually it pays for itself in the long run. Cause like, to be honest, the, the whole reason you're there is to meet people. Sure. And, Make connections. You know, like yeah. I'm meeting people at Sony. I'm meeting people at Ubisoft. I'm meeting people everywhere. I'm shaking hands. Like, hi, I'm Rico from this podcast. And, you know, Geekaholics. Sport, yeah, Geekaholics.com, Geekaholics Anonymous podcast, um, and forging these relationships. And that's, you know, I, I'm getting stuff early. I'm meeting yeah. really cool people. Um, I would still go, I'd have a hard time going not as media anymore just because the wait times, but it's still super fun. Yeah. And I recommend anyone, if you have a chance to go to PAX or E3, just do it at least once. 100%, man. Because the first time I went to my first convention, I was hooked after that. Sure. It was just like, I, I got to keep going. When I look, when, hey, you know, I've been obviously lucky in my career and the fact that I've been in the industry so long now. But when I look at what PAX is now, and it's, oh. that, it's that idea of like when I was growing up and I was the one video game, you know, like lover like yeah. who loved games yeah. in my group. Yeah, I got made fun of in elementary Dude, school. I would have, I would have been, I would have been listening to the podcast like so many of you are right now. And I would have been constantly wavering and not doing it. And I wish if that was there that somebody would have pushed me. Because yeah. I mean, back in my day, it was a lot harder of like... There, you know, we didn't know how to use the internet. I'm not. How oh, the fuck so would you? Easy now. There's With no internet. Google? How would I buy a plane ticket? I wouldn't know any of that. You know what I mean? Blah blah. But like to go to a PAX and get there, and even if it was like I couldn't get a pass, I couldn't afford it or whatever. To be like my favorite thing about PAX West is my favorite thing about Comic Con, yeah. which is that. The show doesn't end at the door of the convention no. center. You go out and it's still going and there's yep. events out and there's the activations street. and there's people and whatever. Panels all night long. And you can go find and do and hang out with people. You got the, you know, the computer land area. Like yeah. there's something to do all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you're going to run into, it's all like-minded people. Yeah. You're going to be tripping over them. Yeah. Everybody you're, loves and games. And no right? one's an asshole there. Yeah. Like, like there's nothing to be scared of. Like, like yeah. I went to LA by myself 
you know, and people are like, LA, you know, Terminator this 2, and scary. That. Yeah. yeah. Like all this stuff. And it's like, no, it was fine. Yeah. It was, and, and I've loved it ever since. And I made like good friends from doing it. It's, it's something. And even if you, you probably, you got to have some friends maybe in your Discord or in the sure. message board you post Twitter, in the Facebook whatever. group. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be someone else that's on the fence too. Yeah. And if you throw it out there, you might get the person's like, hey, I really want to kind of go too. Like I went to E3 uh, a few years ago with just a random person off of uh, Reddit. Yeah. I'm like, Sony invited me to, like, they didn't pay for my trip, but a few years gave ago, you a ticket. Uh, Sony gave me an industry ticket, not an industry ticket, but like a business pass to gotcha. E3. And I'm like, this was like a week's notice. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not paying for a hotel. It's like $3,000, $4,000 at this point. So I just threw it out on the E3 Reddit. Person could have been a murderer. Who knows? Sure, yeah. And this guy said, yeah, my, my buddy bailed on me and I have a condo downtown that we rented. And he's like, you can stay on the couch. And it was awesome. You woke up without a kidney, but it was a great week. Yeah. It was, you know, <laughs> the stitches look, the little, the scar looks cool. And, you know, my wife made fun of me and my friends made fun of me. And I'm like, but I had a blast. Right. That's, I mean, that's you know? what we hear all the time about the kind of funny best friend stuff yeah. where it's like when they come to prom, when they come to kind of funny live and it's that I, in the FAQ I send out, right. I'm always yeah. like, when you're in line, if you're by yourself, look to your left, look to your right. Those people are there for the same reason. Ask them what their favorite show is. Yeah. You're talking. Ask what their favorite game is. Don't be but afraid. it's the same thing of the way people come together. That, that person next to you could be your new best friend. Exactly. Right. 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 And you can. Um, that's your next online buddy. Like, and that's what I love watching in our community of the people who meet at an event and then start making their own podcast and doing their own thing or start working together and making music or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. To the actual yeah. question from Hiram. <laughs> I want to talk about conventions. Since Sony did not attend E3 and doing their state of play, yeah, okay. Do you think that they will be doing the PlayStation experience in December? Do you think Sony sees PSX as worthwhile? PSX is the only convention I've attended. If they don't have PSX this year, what is a good gaming convention equivalent that I should go to? Let's start at the top, Rico. Is there going to be a PSX this year? I think so. You think so? I don't know if it's specifically going to be this year. Yeah. But there's definitely going to be another PSX. I think PSX comes back one day. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, this year is where a, it gets questionable. It's a brilliant move. Like, yeah. It's... You control the message. It's your most diehard fans. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you want to have that again? But I, my, my hope would be, and it doesn't work out, because I, I don't think there'll be a PSX this year, and that's just my gut feeling. Because they're light content-wise, right? Like, well, no, because I, I, I well, yeah, well, PlayStation 5 is coming. They got to talk yeah. about PlayStation 5 at some point, right? And I feel like doing a PSX where if you would have done, hey, we've done all these state of plays for the first time ever, we're doing a live state of play that'll reveal the PlayStation 5 details or whatever, and it is that mix of industry press and then fans in the back because that was the best part of yeah. psx was that press conference i, I regret not going oh really you didn't? I, oh you dude it was a lot. i just ran out of vacation time i hear you i hear you <laughs> but every year at that convention being in the front part which for press or whatever and then the thousands behind us of fans and that roar when stuff would happen uh-huh. like if they were to come out and like talk about playstation 5 and that'd be the playstation 5 reveal event oh, and then they open up the side doors like they always do and like yeah go play go, go play. do whatever like you know oh, what i mean like that could be, be so rad but the problem again is PlayStation has changed so much from the PlayStation that did PSX. You know what I mean? Like PlayStation experience for me was Gio Corsi and Adam boys and Shu being on stage and having Jack or well, Jack wasn't doing PSX, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like being on stage, Sean Layden even of, Hey, here we are. We're doing this. We're for the fans, by the fans, blah, blah, blah. In state of play, uh, which I think is a great uh, way to give information is so sterile. It's yeah. the disembodied voice telling you what's happening, what the release date is. And so to try to now jump back into doing a convention around PlayStation, would it be that would it be a sterile PlayStation convention or would it be a PSX Sean Layden's talking straight to you and you walk? Because like I remember the PSX one. Because like, Sean's changed roles, right? 
Yeah, well. he's higher up yeah. now. Or his titles changed, yeah, and like he's got more responsibility, right? But it was that thing of PSX. I remember it was. I think the, I'm like kind of funny. I'm slash you're wrong. I want to say the first PSX was after Sean Layden had just taken over and being in charge. That of. was the one in Vegas, right? Right. And I remember walking around and him walking up next to me. He was just walking the floor, yeah. checking out games. You know what I mean? Like he was just chilling out. Like that's what it was all about. It was yeah. about hanging out and seeing people. And I don't know if they. I don't know what it would be like this time around. And it's not. It's fine if they're going to change it drastically, right? Yeah, there's been a lot of sentiment about Sony being different lately. But, you know, it's kind of that lull between sure. the four and the five. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're heads down working, I think is what it is. Okay. I think people are misinterpreting it. So we don't, you don't think this year either? It'll be back one day, but not this year? It'll be back one, but I don't think this year. Because, like, they don't have, what, three games to show? Yeah. It, not enough stuff to, you know, justify the expense of a big convention hall, right? Yeah. And I would think maybe next year we're leading into the launch of PlayStation. It would make five huge like sense, actually doing you'd one have there. lots of stuff. But then it's timing wise, but I'm just hung up on it being December, I guess. You'd have the system. And then for Hyde Marie is, is you're the gaming convention uh professional over here. What <laughs> what would you uh what would be a good equivalent to PSX think? I would say go to PAX. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. PAX East or PAX West. Yeah. I I've never been to South, but I hear it's a little smaller. It's getting bigger um, from what I hear. This yeah. year was the one that everybody came back like, all right, it's starting to be a real pack down there or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's I, what I, the complaint I heard yeah. is it wasn't quite the same. If money's no option and like location's no option, I'd say PAX West. PAX, PAX West. E- I love PAX awesome. East. I have a great time in PAX East too, but it's usually really cool. And I hate how yeah. far the convention center is from like the, the yeah, rest from, of the hotels. Yeah. Because see, PAX West is so. N- Boom, it's in you're the there. middle of the life of the city. Exactly. There's food everywhere. There's restaurants. There's right. bars. There's, there's, you're tripping over other stuff to do too. Yeah. You're in the heart of the city. A lot of Pokestops out there too. You know what I'm saying, Bear? <laughs> will I be hitting them up at the end of the month? Yes, I will. What yeah. about uh, the Wizarding? Uh, Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. The game's already dead. Ghostbusters yeah. World was a bigger success, I heard. I, I don't think that's true. That <laughs> you know what I mean? That's just what I heard. I'm not saying if it's right or wrong, and I'm not asking anyone to confirm Just what you hear in your brain with your little, like, the voice in your head telling you doesn't mean it's true. Just saying. Time to squad up. This is where one of you writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, you give me your name, platform choice, username, why you need help in a video game. I read here. The best friends come and find you. Today, John needs help on the PlayStation 4 slash PS3. Uh, the PSN name is JTown465. Just letter J. JTown465. I love fighting games and I want to play more people. I primarily play Arc System Work games like Guilty War, Guilty Gear, Blas Blue, and Dragonfall Fighter Z. But I also own Street Fighter V, the Street Fighter Collection, and Skullgirls. Please send me a message saying your game of choice so I know what to play with you. Then, I guys, it's all in caps. I assume he wants Angry Greg Boys. If anyone still plays Persona 4 Arena or Guilty Gear XX on PS3, please let me know. Those games still have servers up, but no one is in them. Real hell is waiting in matchmaking for an hour for a fighting game match that will never come. Thank you very much, best friends. If you want to play games with JTown465, there it is. Hit him up. Rico, Yeah. we asked people watching live on twitch.tv slash games to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screw up as we screw it up. Uh, Matt the Wob points out uh, regarding Fire Emblem, double tapping the home button allows you to zoom in on the screen. I haven't tried that I myself. I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. you can do that because I think another game had that same issue and someone mentioned that you could zoom in. Uh, Lord of Pwn says the Google Stadia Connect event, in quotes, is actually on August 19th, not the 16th. It's the same day as the Gamescom event. Interesting. Um... You got it. You ordered a Stadia or, or contemplating it, right? 
Oh yeah, I pre-order. Yeah, I mean, I want to see yeah, what it's I all about. Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna work or if it'll be great, but I want to try it. It comes know? up on our show quite often, the streaming services. Oh, I, yeah, I, I play with the GeForce Now one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you excited N- for Nvidia's? I kind of, I, like, I'm, I'm blessed. Yeah. That I have fiber. Blessed, yeah. I have fiber. <laughs> I have fiber at home. Yeah. Like I have fantastic internet. Yeah. And I actually, at my work, has a bunch of remote locations that have very good internet as well. And yeah, yeah, on yeah. my lunch break. I've actually played like Destiny 2 Holy shit. on my MacBook Air. Yeah. You know, there's a couple lag it's spikes. It's not perfect. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. A couple lag spikes once in a while, but yeah. I've done PvP. I've come top of the ladder in PvP on streaming on wow. my MacBook Air. Wow. I don't know if that's just because everyone else is really bad at that time of day, but it works and it's going to get better. So I'm kind of excited for it. Because it's neat. Like, I love the fact that I can continue my game wherever I am. I don't care where I'm playing it. I just want to get my gear or my grind or whatever I need to do and whatever makes it easiest, whether it be my cell phone or whatever. It's like, yeah, just drop I'm, down, I'm down for it. Yeah, me too. That's definitely why I'm excited for it. Uh, Nanobiology says breaking news that I usually wouldn't have put in here, but it's breaking to my interest, so I will. 2K splits from Japanese studio Yukes, who has been responsible for the WWE 2K series. Visual concepts to take over and develop WWE 2K20. This is, he's citing a, a Nibelian tweet. I'm sure I'll have more on that tomorrow for you. Uh, missed out today from the Nanobiologist. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Lost Tales of Greece DLC, Old Flames Burn Brighter is out today and free for everybody. Um, biologist says breaking news DuckTales remastered is leaving digital storefronts in a duck blur starting August 8th he's citing Capcom Unity I'm sure that'll be on the show tomorrow get that game before it's gone yeah I was right about the PSX thing it looks like yes I was right about it good 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 um Everyone tries to correct me on the Fighter Z. It's Dragon Ball Fighter Z fighters. There's no way to know. Yeah, I Guys, there's no way either. to know. I have no idea. Really dumb way. To, really dumb thing. You know what yeah. I mean? No, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not. So I'm, I'm. You can keep correcting me as you guys do every day, but I'm not gonna ever acknowledge it. Yeah. I, and I'll keep saying it's opinion, dumb the way I say it. In my opinion, it's fighters. 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 Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Dragon Ball Z, I understand, is the thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like you know, infamous. You didn't say it weird. I don't know, it spelled I got it wrong. Ah, uh, that's all for you, wrong. Tomorrow's your hosts look like this. It's me and Gary Witta. Thursday, it's me and Andrea. Friday, it's me and Tim. Remember, the Kind of Funny Games cast records live Thursday, August 8th at 2 p.m. It's me, Fran, Andrea, and Tim Geddes. Rico, you killed it. You did a great job. Geekaholics.com. Yeah, geekaholics.com. Check out the podcast or just search Geekaholics Anonymous. You'll find it. Okay. Um, Keep up on Twitter. Rick F. Like Ric Flair. Yeah, Rick F. No K. R-I-C-F. Yeah, good job. Yeah short for uh, ricardo and my last initial there so awesome i some other jerk has rico on twitter <laughs> Assholes. i know i tried buying it off him no no, no good yeah. just crickets like nothing oh good. really okay yeah. Well, yeah. didn't even respond jerk yeah well thank you for doing this you were fantastic <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me it every look awesome. for him at pax west will be bumming yeah around. i'll be there if you see me say hi uh check out the podcast well we're gonna be doing giveaways too on the podcast so as an incentive for punishing you guys to come <laughs> over and check it out we celebrated our 200th episode a few months ago and i got a bunch of stuff from sony and microsoft or um, nintendo like and we had giveaways for like almost two months that's awesome so when I get back, our next episode, I'll announce our next few giveaways for the next couple months. So, Rad. you know, for taking part. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it live. Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. Watch it later. YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games or RoosterTeeth.com. And listen on podcast services around the globe. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>